on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Aggie football has been brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Your club, your results, your life. Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Ford. Go further. And by ARS. Clean up, restore, rebuild. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Tough one tonight for Utah State, dropping this game 38-7 to to uh, San Diego State. Aggies will be on the road coming up next week. They will take on Nevada. And then after that, you'll have your next home game coming up Saturday, November 12th, when they'll take on Fresno State. But uh, tough one tonight. And this is one where um, a little surprising to see the level of physicality that San Diego State was able to really exert there in the third quarter and and really just dominate Utah State in that kind of fashion. You really thought that uh, when they got the touchdown play in the last play of the, of the first half that uh, they were good, they would come out and uh, and have a little bit more juice. But the biggest play in the game, two biggest plays in the game, were on that first drive of the third quarter. Yep. When Utah State had the holding penalty and the sack and had him second and 26. And Greg Bell ripped off a 16-yard run to get it to third and 10. And then a 16-yard completion from Carson Baker to Daniel Bellinger. And then they were off from there. And they went four consecutive drives of 82, 68, 75, 99 yards. They end up rushing for 407 yards here tonight. And over 300 of that in that, uh, well, close to 300 of that in the second half. And, uh, you know, Carson Baker, who who threw around the, the yard a little bit in the first half, didn't have to, to do too much in that second half as they just ripped off run after run after run in the second half. And they end up with 550 or 570 yards of total offense here tonight against this Aggie defense that was out there a long time. You look at the time of possession, 37-10 to 21-31, uh, just across the board, uh, a really dominating performance by this San Diego State football team. And now Utah State's got to go back to the drawing board a little bit. they got to figure out is there something different they can do to keep themselves in ball games. I thought the defense did a pretty good job that first half of keeping them in it and not giving up. I mean, it really could have been 20, 21, 24 yeah. nothing in the first half, but a couple of missed field goals, a stop on fourth down, and uh, and they kept them in it until they got that score to end the first half to make it a 10-7 to halftime game. But San Diego State just exerted their will in that third and fourth quarter that offensive line just really took over and was dominating san diego state in the second half alone ran for uh 100 and uh let's see here that would be 189 yard or 289 yards rushing in the second half alone um time of possession was uh let's see let's see about 803 so about 20 to 10 Time of possession. And you look at the third quarter, as you mentioned, it was 12.04 to 2.56. Aggies added a little bit of extra time there, but that was just because it was garbage time down the stretch. Exactly right. And they only ended up with 215 yards of total offense. And you're right, much of that was there in that garbage time in the fourth quarter. But then they turned it over a couple of times in yeah. the fourth quarter. John Gentry with the fumble. Andrew Peasley had the interception. And so just all across, this is a really good San Diego State football team. Um, and, and the other thing that you look at, San Diego State only needed five pass attempts. They're in the second half. Really surprised they came out and chucked it around 13 of 22 in the first half. And, and what were they, 5 of 5 in the second half? They completed all five of their passes in the second half. The biggest one was that one to Bellinger when it was 10 to 7 in the third quarter. They end up with 30 first downs to 11 
for Utah State. They just kept getting big third down conversions on the ground. Remember, they had third and long several times, and they would run the football, and they would get it, 7 of 14 on third down conversions. Uh, just really a good, a well-rounded football team, both on offense and on defense, dominated the line of scrimmage. And Gary Anderson talked about it all week long. The physicality was not there at Boise State and was not there again tonight, uh, both on the offensive and defensive front. So, uh, you know, you're kind of at a loss right now if you're Utah State. Coming back in tomorrow afternoon, they'll look at the film. They'll try to install their game plan for Nevada quickly because then they'll have to turn back and get a little bit of a run in tomorrow and then a practice on Monday. But that's the only one they get for the week. And so they're going to have to install the game plan and get right after it, jump on a plane on Wednesday and get right back after it on Thursday. Let's take a quick break. Come back. You're listening to Aggie football from Learfield IMG College. 38-7 is your final tonight here in Logan as the Aggies fall to 0-2 on the season with a uh, trip to Nevada for a chance to pick up their first win of the season. You'll hear hopefully from Devin Tompkins coming up here in a bit as well as Coach Gary Anderson right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Final in this one, 38-7 as Utah State drops this game. And again, we'll hear from uh, Devin Tompkins coming up here in just a bit um, as he'll be calling into the studio line. And uh, we'll get a chance to hear from him uh, coming up here in a bit. And then Gary Anderson. And, um, you know, look, if you're on this coaching staff, what, what's your message to this team? Uh, you know, I thought that last week they played with a lot of heart in that second half against Boise State. I thought tonight they they were outclassed. They're they're not at the same level as as San Diego State. Uh, it's it's clear that that up front physically they're they're not the, the equal. Um, I don't know how much you can do scheme wise. Uh, I, I'd love to see them push it down the field a little bit more. They had one opportunity in the first half. Remember on the uh, the offside penalty, they took a deep shot to save on Scarver with the underthrow. Uh, other than that, I don't recall them really trying to push the football downfield. And uh, we didn't see them do that last week either. So perhaps getting Savon Scarver back, maybe get a couple of pushes down the field a little bit more to try to open up a defense. But right now, it's uh, it's a really a tough sledding for this Utah State football team. Let's go out to Devin Tompkins, kind enough to join us as Utah State drops this game to 30, uh, drops this game 38-7. Uh, DT, let's start with the, uh, let's start with the good stuff. Uh, talk about that catch near the end of the or near the end of the first half for the for the score. Uh, you, Kevin and I looked at that on replay about ten times, and we still don't know how you came down with that thing. I just knew my team needed to play, you know, and it was right before halftime, and I wanted to make that play. I had the opportunity to make it, so why not practice those catches every single day? And when you came in at uh, at the half, obviously you guys sprinted into the locker room feeling like you had a lot of juice. Uh, uh, what do you think was the difference? For you guys in the second half, you, you know, you started out a couple of three and outs on, on offense and, and just couldn't quite seem to get things going. What, what did you see out there? Uh, they were just tougher than us. They came more prepared. They executed better than we did. And, you know, we just got to get back and execute better and prepare better. Was was uh, San Diego State, did it feel like they were the more physical team tonight? Yeah, they were, no doubt. They, they came more physical than we did up front, you know. Because everyone on the field, they made plays all over the field. So, what was the message to you guys after the game from Coach Anderson and the staff? Just got to get better. Everybody got to get on the same page. You know, you know, some people are tough and some people aren't tough, and we just got to, you know, 
figure out how we can all be better, figure out how we can get tougher, bigger, stronger, and faster, dominate the Mountain West. You, uh, you know, obviously you talk about uh, being a leader on this team, and, and I think you learn a lot from adversity. What do you hope to learn about this team here in the next, uh, next week? I just want to see who has it in them, you know, who can dig deep inside themselves and pull out the tough guy that's within them, you know, because we're going to need them in order to keep on going. we got six more games to play. What to, what can you do, DT, as a leader on this team to keep keep the guys upbeat? I mean, you, you kind of got beat up a little bit the last couple of weeks. I mean, these are two good football teams, but is there something you can do individually to keep the upbeat, positive outlook for this team? Um, I can just do my job, you know, and just keep on doing my 111th and hopefully bring up those around me, you know, put courage inside of them. You know, after I made that play, I saw a lot of a lot of them, they gained a lot of courage. So if I can be a spark for this team, I think that's what I could do in order to help us get prepared better and come back out next week and play a better game. Short week this week. And uh, also, you know, the uh, on Tuesday, Election Day, I know you guys can't get a lot of work in that day as well. Uh, what's it going to take to get this team uh, focused and ready to go, even though you're dealing with, with a short week and not a lot of practices? Uh, you know, just got to understand that everything is going to be accelerated this week. You know, got practice tomorrow. We got to come in and just shake this game from our minds, you know, and just get prepared for the next game. That's all we can do right now. Do you feel like, DT, that you've got some – I mean, obviously the last play of the half to get the score, but are there other ways that we could, that you can get downfield a little bit more? It looks like you've got a lot of short game stuff, but are, are there more down-the-field shots that you guys feel like you can take? Um, you know, we just – we trust the play call. You know, if they see if they see something that, you know, if we can get down the field, then I know that they'll call it. And I trust in our uh, OC and I trust our, you know, everybody that calls the plays for us. And, you know, he's got to go based off of what they can do, you know, or what they say for us. Is it almost, are you almost kind of glad you got a short week so you, you don't have a lot of time to really think and worry about this game? <laughs> uh, kind of, you know, I mean, it just, it just makes it a little diff- more difficult, you know, with the process of, just everything being accelerated, we lose a day of practice, you know, and we we got to make up ground somewhere. So I'm wondering how we're going to do that right now. But, you know, I trust Coach A, and I know he always has his best interest for us. So, And how did it feel having a, a handful of herd fans out there behind you tonight? It felt, it felt terrible, you know. It's practice on this field every single day, and for us to come out here and lose like that, you know, it was just it was terrible. It's the most worst feeling I've felt in a long time. Well, uh, we know you got bigger things ahead of you, man, and uh, you guys will get this thing turned around. Looking forward to talking to you in uh, Nevada after a big W, okay? No doubt. Appreciate you. You got it. Devin Tompkins right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Honest. Yeah. I, I love the uh, stand-up nature of that young man. You know, I was expecting to, to hear that, uh, you know, it was great to, to have the, the herd out here, and he said it felt, t- felt terrible. And said we felt like we let him down a little bit. I mean, an honest answer from that young man who's one of the leaders on this team. He made perhaps the best catch I've seen in five years. And yeah. that, that touchdown catch to end the first half was was remarkable. And uh, this team's got a little soul-searching to do and uh, not a lot of time to do it. And, you know, like I said, that might be a good thing. It could be. It could be. Just, yeah. you know, wipe, wipe this one away and uh, get right back at it. Uh, joining us now, Gary Anderson, head coach at Utah State. And, Coach, it appeared you had a lot of momentum going into the second half, and then San Diego State just ran the ball so well. Uh, what were the Aztecs able to do there in the second half to pull away? Well, they, you know, <laughs> what didn't they do to pull away yeah. would be the biggest thing. It was, uh, it was a complete, just physical beatdown. Um, 
And and when I say that, that uh, I say that to everybody, myself, the coaches, strength coaches, everybody that's involved. But right now, physically, that's two weeks in a row. And there's two or three games we go to last year also. And, and I'm not going to use any any excuse my French. I'll just hold my breath there on that one. Uh there's no excuses for we didn't get a train. We didn't get to do this. We didn't have this. It was all this. They were, weren't with us. Yeah, that's the way it is, man. And we physically got dominated in, in the second half. And quite frankly, we got dominated the whole, the, whole, the whole game on offense. I mean, seven first downs, it's pathetic. Makes me want to puke. So as you, you you got to come back tomorrow night in a short week. What's your message to the kids to get them rallied, to, to get them to, to, to get back out and, 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 and try to get some change going on? Challenge them. Challenge the coaches. Challenge myself. Challenge the kids to come back and get in here at five o'clock and you know you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get checked again um, and see exactly where we're going because we, you win football games when you deserve to win football games. Um, you know when, when you when you re, put yourself in a position to win physical battles and toughness and all those things that come with the game of football. It's not a real, it can look pretty sometimes, but it's not a real pretty game. And it's, it's just, that's just my opinion. And um, they'll bounce back the ones. And if somebody can't bounce back, then don't let them door hit them in the ass when they leave. Is this where, you know, the, uh, where you separate guys that can and guys can at this point? Uh, we'll keep challenging, you know, kids. We've got some young kids that are, that are, are fighting like crazy. They're in positions that uh, we didn't really expect them to, to be in, but that's where they are, um, and that, that's okay. So they're battling, they're fighting, and, yeah, we'll we'll evaluate that tape. We'll dissect it. We'll look at it and see exactly where it goes. And, you know, we got we got six more opportunities, and that's, that's what you got. And uh, we need to take advantage of them and make sure that the guys, you know, want to be able to take advantage of them. And there's, there's no excuses that are out there. And, We'll fight together for six weeks, and then we'll see what happens with the world after that. You know, the DT touchdown catch, what an incredible effort that was. A great play. It looked like you just went, you know, sprinted into the locker room with a lot of momentum. Come out, and you get the sack, the holding penalty, the sack, and I thought that that was maybe the key to the ball game was their ability to get that first first down of that third quarter, and then they were kind of off. Uh, was, did you see it that same way? No doubt. That's a, that's a huge That's a huge play. Um that San Diego State made obviously to convert that that first down in that setting. They're going to punt into the wind, um, you know, the way they go. But you know, probably well, it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, did we get a first down in the second half? I mean, I don't know if we got one or two. But so maybe it, maybe it would have mattered. Maybe it's not. But we we got to get a we got to get a damn identity on defense and offense, um, and figure out who we are and, and try to get a position to use our playmakers and a spot to where we need to be. So um, that was a huge huge momentum swing. Agreed. But, uh, you know, then the physical battle just completely took over and they, they dominated on both sides and um, from tackling to staying in gaps to slanting into your gap. We got knocked around, pinged around, and obviously on the offensive side of the ball, we, we couldn't do anything. I mean, obviously it's a short week, and I know your schedule is such where you're really unable to get any practicing in. Uh, do you feel like you have any time this week to make the adjustments you, you need to to get ready for Nevada? Yeah, the the time is time. We got what we got. So yeah. again, I'm I'm not I'm not a guy sitting right here looking for a bunch of excuses. It's uh, we we'll be back in here tomorrow at five o'clock, and coaches will be in here bright and early in the morning, and uh, 
you know, they they got to figure it out. That's what that's what they get paid to do. So figure it out on offense, figure it out on defense. And, you know, we're doing some decent things on the special team side. I think the effort is, is awesome on special teams. The special teams, they, they can win you games, but they're not going to win your games when you're getting dominated. So, um, you know, the challenge is to go back. And these kids will fight. And I talk to you on the radio just like I talk to them. And it's all of us. It's every coach and it's every player in that position. And they can handle it. The ones that can handle it will handle it. And, um, as coaches, we need to handle it and get back into it, and players are the same way. And we'll have love time to get ready. We have the same amount of time that Nevada has, basically. So uh, that is what it is. And we'll jump back up and prepare, and away we go. And, you know, uh, see what we can get done with this team. And who wants to be here, we'll fight and, uh, and battle again, like I said, for six more weeks. I thought you, you, you did call out the special teams, the block kick in the first half, the, the, the punt down at the one. Uh, you know, a couple of uh, really – Great efforts. The touchdown by DT. Wow, one of the best catches we've seen in a long time. So there are some individual efforts out there. If you can get some momentum off of other players just rallying around that, you got to feel that there's there's still some good things that can happen. Absolutely. There's 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 there are always good things that can happen. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to hide from the bad things. You know, I mean, bottom line is. <laughs> this is my school and it tears my soul out to stand on the sidelines and, and have Aggie Nation watch that. Um, it really does. And we need to work our fannies off to get better. And we can't sit back again and say, we've, we've got excuses for this or excuses for that. Or, you know, we, this is a game of toughness. It's a game of physicality. It's a game of execution. It's a game of teamwork. It's a game of preparation, all those things. And, uh, you know, right now, it's it's not happening, and it's got to it's 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 got to do more than just hurt. It's got to do more than just sting. It's not enough. Uh, it's not enough, and you know it's uh, we'll 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 keep fighting and battling. And we did we there are some good things, but uh, there are few and far between. Well, coach, we appreciate your time. Uh, look forward to catching up with you next week. Yeah, talk to you soon. Go Aggies. You got it, Gary Anderson, uh, and if. You know, after after a game like this, you don't want a coach to come in and mince words, and he did not on that one. And uh, is I'm sure is probably some nauseated feelings from some Aggie fans out there. Just know your head coach kind of feels exactly the same way. Yeah, and, you know, I wanted to try to go positive with him on a couple of things and uh, didn't want to have anything of it, did he? Yep. And uh, and I think that's what, if I'm a Utah State fan at home, that's what I want to hear from him. I, I agree. I agree. And he's, he's talking about challenging his, his staff, talking about challenging the kids talking about, uh, you know, who wants to play and who doesn't. And uh, this, is, this is really a defining moment for a lot of these young men and even the coaches on this staff is to take a look at it and say, you've got just a short week now. Can you wash these two weeks away and come back and put up a better effort against Nevada? That's going to be a tall effort there, too. They got a big win against Wyoming last week. They're up a couple of scores on UNLV right now. Uh, that's going to be a tough road trip to play in Reno and, uh, you know, you want to come out and see who's going to be your guys that want to want to show some heart next Thursday night in Reno. Who's going to come out and be your playmakers? And uh, you, you got a couple of them out there. Can you get them in positions where they can actually make plays? Now, the, the good news is Reno's – Nevada's defense is not what San Diego State and yeah. Boise's defense is. So you got to believe that you're going to get a little bit more of an opportunity next week against that uh, Nevada-Reno uh, defense – but you got to put your, your guys in position to make the plays, and, and that's going to be really important for Bodie Reader to see if, if he can get the matchups that he needs out there next Thursday night. 
All right, take another break. Come back. Aggie postgame show rolls on. Scott Gerard, Kevin White, right here on 97, or on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, remember, Discount Tires has locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield. Discount Tire offers services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net, right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Final in this one, 38-7. Utah State drops a game to San Diego State. Remember, it was 10-7 at the break, and Utah State had scored on the last play of the first half and felt like he had all the momentum in the world, and wham. Aztecs took control in the second half and really just put their foot down. Yeah, they did. They ran for 407 yards on the ground. 289, is that what you said? 289 in the second half? So 176 yards rushing in the third quarter, 113 in the uh, fourth quarter. Wow. And that offensive line. And that's all, and that's rushing yards. That's just rushing yards. Just rushing yards. And they finished with, let's take a look here, 53 attempts for 407 yards, 7.7 yards per rushing attempt tonight. I thought that 6.7 average against UNLV was tough to top. Of course, you know they had the 73-yarder from Jordan uh, Jordan Bird in that uh, in that fourth quarter that helps that average, but they just kept ripping off eight, 10, 15, 20, 30-yard yeah. runs, just explosive play after explosive play. They end up with 80 plays for 570 yards of total offense, and Carson Baker did a nice job managing the team. And the first half, he did a lot with that half roll, that half sprint, getting the ball out to the side. He was 18 of 27 for 163 yards and two touchdowns. He was sacked the one time that they that we talked about that, kind of came back from that, and that's what really got them off and running. Uh, Kobe Smith led them with, with six catches for 64 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Greg Bell, two catches for 29 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jesse Matthews, three for 24. Uh, and then you had the running game. I mean, Greg Bell. 22 for 157. Chance Bell, 10 for 98. Jordan Bird, the one carry for 73 yards. Uh, Baker, the quarterback, six carries for 26. Chase Jasmine, five for 26. Keegan Williams, six for 23. You know, they've got a stable full of running backs that are, they, they've got the outside game with Jasmine and Keegan Williams. You got the inside game with, with Greg Bell. They're going to be tough, tough to beat this year. Uh, I know they will not play Boise State in the regular season. And I, a lot of people thought, oh, well, that was the Mountain West Conference kind of working out their schedule so the two best teams may not play each other. That was kind of the that, – that's the rotation they were on. And remember, Utah State, this is this is as this is difficult of Mountain West schedule as Utah State has. This was the schedule that Matt Wells went 3-9 and nine with in Mountain West Conference play – well, in, in overall play. Uh, this, is, this is a tough, tough sled because – you get Boise on the road, Colorado State on the road, Wyoming on the road, and then you got San Diego State, and you've got Nevada, and you've got Fresno. I mean, this is this is as tough of a conference schedule as you end up playing, but Gary Anderson doesn't care about that. Devin Tompkins, this team doesn't care about that. They know it's tough, but they can't be giving up, you know, 400-plus yards of rushing. That's just unacceptable. And then on offense, Coach Anderson talked about it, still have not really found their identity. Jason Shelley, 13 of 21 tonight for only 88 yards after throwing for only 92 last week. Uh, Andrew Peasley came in and did a couple of nice things, went five for nine for 24 yards. They're just not getting enough out of the passing game. It's all short. They're not pushing it down the field at all. And uh, and when he did take the one shot, uh, Peasley got it intercepted. He had Jordan Nathan kind of breaking open. 
And uh, Rashad Scott, the, the safety, came over, made a nice play to, to intercept that ball. Uh, Devin Tompkins, six catches, 55 yards, including the touchdown pass, a thing of beauty. And we hope that that one's going to make an ESPN top play of the night tonight. That was one of the best you'll ever see. And by the way, that drive there at the end of the second quarter, that is our uh, drive of the game, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships. I believe they went 73 yards in a minute and one second. And uh, the last play of the half, a 37-yarder. It was a really a, a beautiful play by Devin Tompkins and a really nice throw from from Jason Shelley. Uh, Justin McGriff had four more catches tonight after four last week for only 27 yards, but he's showing again the, the ability to, to catch the ball in his hands and, and make some plays. On the ground, Devonta Henry Cole got most of the, the action in the first half, 11 carries for 27 yards. Uh, Jason Shelley carried it five times for 22. Peasley, one for 19. John Gentry had the 19-yard run, and then he coughed it up. And so those those freshmen, both Noah and Gentry, put the ball on the turf. Noah ended with seven carries for 16 yards. They're going to learn from that. They're going to have to go through some ball security and some some uh, you know some tough sledding. Brock Lane, the freshman, had a chance to make a couple of plays tonight and had a couple of drops. So everybody contributed to what ended up being a dominating defeat tonight at the hands of San Diego State, who walks out 38 to seven victors tonight at Maverick Stadium. And, you know, and, and frankly, considering how that first half went, it could have been a lot worse. And, you know, I, I thought the defense played with a lot of heart yeah. in that first half. First to, half, yeah. To, to keep them in it. You know, they gave up uh, they gave up the touchdown. Then they got a fourth down stop. They blocked a field goal. They, they forced a missed field goal. So they just kind of hung around enough to where Utah State got it to 10-7 to at the break, and you thought, we're, we're back in it. But then San Diego State in the third quarter just off to the races. Tonight, Sports Academy and Racquet Club, player of the game. I think we got to give it to Devin Tompkins, don't you, with that catch? That one catch alone yeah. gives him that, uh, in my opinion, that, that nod. That was a thing of beauty. Incredible catch that you'll see over and over and over again, and deservedly so. He is, your night, again, your tonight's Sports Academy uh, player of the game. All right, well, let's go, uh, let's go hit the road. Let's go to Reno. And by the way, I got somebody texting me a picture of the casino called Winner's. Oh, okay. Winners in Winnemucca. Are we going to drive through there? Uh, I guess. Remember. Is that on the way to Reno? I, I think it's. I've never driven to Reno before. I think it I've might flown be. to I, Reno. I've never driven. Well, I know Battle Mountain's on the on the drive. Well, that sounds like fun. We'll have a I hope. Hopefully, we'll see that in the daylight. I don't know if we'll get there before it's dark or not, but uh, it's even better in the dark. <laughs> Well, that wraps it up for us. Big thanks to Ajay Salveson, as always, keeping us on the air. Uh, big thanks, everyone, here at Utah State. It's good to be back. Hey, look, I know the game didn't go the way we wanted it to, but what's good to be back at the old the old booth, isn't it? It is, and it was good to see 5,500 fans out here, especially that herd across the way that made a lot of noise, especially in that first half, and see the band out. It, it felt a little bit more normal until we got rolled in the second half, and then it didn't yeah. feel so good. But uh, it was good to have people in the stands. Yeah, it did. Absolutely. All right, well, that wraps it up for us. Again, big thanks to uh, Devin Tompkins as well as uh, Gary Anderson for joining us here on the postgame show as well. Coach's show coming up on Tuesday. We'll be at Old Chicago, chat with Coach A about uh, this game and looking ahead to Nevada. We will also hear from a couple players. Uh, Kevin and I might, hey, we might have a live edition of the Aggies All the Way podcast. That would be fun. Yeah, how about that? Does we'll that do mean Ajay could drive while we're Ajay will drive and we'll, uh, we'll record it. I don't know if I trust Ajay driving. That's a great point. <laughs> all right well again uh tough one tonight for utah state they dropped to zero and two on the season big one coming up and by the way first time utah state has started a season zero and two since 2009 gary's first year here at utah state 
then he got it rolling after that. He so did. let's uh, let's hope that there's an omen in there somewhere. Uh, again, big thanks to everyone who helped us out. Uh, we'll be back with you again. Coach's show on Tuesday on uh, these same affiliate stations as well as our flagship station, uh, 97.5, 12.80, The Zone. And then on Thursday, uh, 4 o'clock pregame, 5 o'clock kickoff, Utah State and Nevada, right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Aggie football has been brought to you by SC Needham Jewelers, where Utah gets engaged. Locker 42, your source for Aggie apparel. Ford, go further. America First Credit Union, financial solutions for every need. ARS, clean up, restore, rebuild. Also brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Your club, your results, your life. Smiths, fresh for everyone. Old Chicago, home of the Aggies Coaches Show. Holiday Inn Express, stay smart. Also by Larry H. Miller Dealerships. Driven by you, Beaver Mountain. Come ski the beam. And by Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The proceeding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Aggie Sports Network.